Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 4. And we're going to read verse 5 through 6. 2 Corinthians 4. Stand to your feet if you can at the reading of the word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning is one of those mornings where God wants to download, do a download inside of you. Somebody say a download. You can keep the instrumental running just a little bit more for me. He, he wants to do a download in you. I'm believing that this year, God enables me and men of God to really give realms of downloads this year. One of the hardest things about preaching and teaching, and not many, and I'm talking about real men of God, is sometimes the holding back from what we know that we can give. For example, it's not that you don't have the keys, it's just people have to be ready for them. But I'm believing God that we're going to be able to go into deeper realms of his glory and who he is. And so this morning, I want to show you a mystery that you, uh, we haven't taught yet. And I want you to understand how you're going to accelerate this year. I'm going to teach you how you're going to engage in the realms that God is calling you to. Can you say amen? I want you to go to 2 Corinthians 4, 5 through 6. And I'll title this, In Your Face. I want you to look at your neighbor real quick and, and, and say, neighbor, I'm here in your face. How many of y'all ever heard of people, you, you, don't look at your neighbor, don't look behind you. How many of you ever heard of people who two-faced it? <laughs> Glory to God. Uh-huh. Nanjo, one more thing. Can you move this chair for me real quick? Thank you, mighty, mighty man. How many of you heard people two-faced it? You ever call somebody two-faced it? Somebody got two hands up there. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, I love BCC. We, we, we. But y'all know, Pastor, because, see, a lot of times we don't realize when we two-faced it. Because two-faced sometimes could mean that I'm skipping in and out of God. But depending on my sight, depending on what I keep looking at, will determine the face that I hold. And so God is wanting to, us to interpret our image and what likeness really means because it's time for us to stop only talking about it but learn to walk about it how many of y'all know the world don't need just good talkers we don't have that enough it's time to really walk this thing out and so i want to help us to get to that place of walking amen second corinthians 4 5 through 6. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, and who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You may be seated. One of the things that, that I want us to realize is that when it comes to progressing in life, it's not always the go-through that's the problem. How many of you know that you will go through in this life? The Bible says, be a good cheer. There will be many, 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 many problems. You will have many problems in this world. And so a lot of times, the problems catch us singly off guard when we have been warned that there will be problems. And, and, and our confession of the issue reveals that what we're, what we're looking at as we too much definition. 
We've given too much sight. We've given too much influence in what we're looking at. And sometimes the problem with progression is not the devil. I'm going to say that again. I know everybody got quiet. Not the devil. Sometimes the problem with progression is not the devil. And I always say this in mastery class because when you mature in God, the devil is not the problem anymore. Your knowledge of God is the problem. Because when you have the knowledge of God, the devil stopped being the problem. The problem because of my knowledge that I don't understand that he's already accomplished. How doesn't that sound like a different switch? See, if it's the devil, then I'm giving him preeminence in my situation. I'm giving him power over what he's, God has already overcome him in. But God is saying your problem is not the devil. Your problem is you knowing me. Which means you have to understand that everything that we do in this life, we have to learn as believers how to come into greater knowledge of God so we can come into greater capacity of what we are and who we're called to be. And so God is trying to help us to understand that there is light that I'm calling believers to be that will bring and shine in darkness. One of the greatest problems that we're having is we think that the problem in the world is supposed to get light by itself. But how many of you know that you, you can't tell darkness unless light show up? <laughs> well, I didn't know that this was wrong until light showed up. I didn't know this was bad until... So sometimes God is, it, it, he, he allows certain things so light can look at it and say, wait, there's something wrong with this. I believe God is awakening us to realize what has actually been really darkness, but now we're realizing we got to bring the light. Somebody say, I got to bring the light. How many of you ever walk, start walking with God someplace and you feel like everything started looking dark? But you didn't notice the darkness before. Everything was good until you start walking with God. And now your vision and everything is swear. Everybody crazy. Everything. What used to get you used to be friends with now. You're like, I used to listen to that mess. I don't know why. Friends start sounding weird. You're like, y'all been talking like this. I've been with y'all. It just messed you all up. Why? Because you start realizing the more that you know about him, the more you see the reality of what you where you've really been. And so God is trying to get us to a place we can see more of him. And we can know more of what we're supposed to become. Can you say amen? So I want you to realize the Bible is saying, number one, we don't preach ourselves. We preach Jesus Christ and him crucified, which means your story is not always the, the best story. It's just an entrance for them to see him. We don't preach ourselves. We preach Jesus Christ and him what? Crucified, which means in the crucifixion, there's something revealed there. In the crucifixion, there's something what? Revealed there. And so what I want you to know is this year for you to really overcome what's been facing you. How many of you know that? How many of you say this year, I really want to overcome some stuff that's been facing me? Come on, last year. See, sometimes when we don't have the tools to deal with what's been facing us, we actually run from it. We hide from it. We move state to state away from it. But 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 how many of you know that God does, never called us to run away from anything? He called us to face everything because all things belongs back to him. He said, I'm restoring everything in heaven and on earth back to myself, which means if it got to be restored, it got to come through me. So I don't know what adversary has been trying to attack and manipulate, but I got to face that thing. Tell somebody this year, I got to face some stuff. Yeah. I might have been walking by it and sliding by it and moving away from it. But if you're going to go forward this year, you've got to learn to face some stuff. I got to get deep, deep, deep in and say, hey, hey, you know what? I've been running from this. I even go pray and tell God I don't want to talk about it. How many of you, don't raise your hand. How many ever felt that you wanted to pray? You prayed. Now, I, don't, I haven't figured that out, how you can do that yet. But you're in prayer. And you're telling God you don't want to talk about it. And you come out of prayer deep. I still haven't figured it. Maybe I haven't studied the right book. I don't know yet. But you're in prayer and you don't want to face what he wants to have a conversation about. 
And the majority of believers are in that space where we have not faced what God want to talk about, but we come out in prayer. And the problem with that is the fruit will prove where you really stand. See, this is why you can't allow money to prove anybody nothing. There is a proving there, but you got to understand how that works. Because just because you are making it like out there doesn't mean that you're making it in him. Because God is interested in eternal value. Somebody say eternal value, which means whatever you're building that don't bring eternal value, it will break. And so the greatest thing that we should be building right now is eternal value. Somebody say eternal value. Now, in order for us to have eternal value, you got to understand what's stopping you from that eternal value. Because the adversary don't mind you doing things as long as you don't do it lawfully. The Bible says we have enemies of the cross, which means that we don't mind you doing something as long as you don't do it the God way. So you think everything is, is you know, is good, is good. But no, long as, see, the Bible says there's enemies of the cross, which means these enemies keep you from carrying your cross. They keep you from discipline. They keep you from fasting. They keep you from praying. You was about to go on a week, week long, and then somebody call you up. Girl, you going out tonight? Girl, we're going to that good restaurant. You know, the $50, the $70 plate. you like, girl, I don't go fast, but you know what? You know what? I think I'm going to push this on next week. And then next week come, and then something else comes. You know why? Because we're still regulated in self-autonomy and we do what we want to do with God. And we tell, we say, and then we just place grace right there. Y'all know how we do it. We, we grab the grace thing and then we just put it right there. But what we don't know is when the mountain came, you couldn't move it. When the mountain, see what you thought it was about grace. It wasn't about you ascending. No, it was about the mountain that he was trying to get you through this year. And because you didn't build the spirit man to that space, you're not ready to compete. In time of trouble. So I don't know about you. Sometimes I have to hold my and I'll be listen, I'll be crying sometimes. I'm like, hey, God, you know that chicken look good. Lord, stop playing with me, God. And my mind is bad as that, but you know what? I gotta face some stuff tomorrow. I gotta deal with some stuff tomorrow. I can't use my carnal logic to deal with this issue. Could it be that I'm missing some opportunities because my corner logic can conceive it? And because we don't understand the spirit realm, we keep trying to use cornerly to perceive what God said only can perceive spiritually. By faith, we understood that the worlds were framed. By faith, we understand. Say that with me. By faith, we understand. Which means outside of faith, in the God particle of things, you will never understand. Go with me really quickly. Uh, I want to show you the issue real quick. Nanjo, put 30 minutes up there, please. Thank you. I want you to go with me really quickly to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Actually, before Matthew, I'm sorry. Go to Luke 16, 8. Go to Luke 16, 8. I, I want to show you the issue, issue really quickly. Go to Luke 16, 8. And let me read this. And the Lord commanded the unjust steward because he had done wisely. For the children of this world are there in their generation is wiser than the children of light. Somebody say they're wiser than the children of light. Now, the problem we're having is, is we have all of God, but we're still not wise enough. You will never go beyond your wisdom. I'm going to say that again. You will never go beyond your wisdom. Or you can never interpret beyond your wisdom. So in order for you to see the way that you need to see, as you ought to see, Jesus said, listen to me, you know things, but you don't know how, as you ought to know. So we know a lot of stuff, but we don't know as we ought to know. 
And he said, the problem is, why is the children of this world wiser than the children of light? The reason why we are still in poverty is because we're, they're wiser than the children of light. The reason why we still have issues like the world, because they're wiser than the children of light. God is calling us to a place where we understand we have the mind of Christ. But we have to understand how to tap into what we have. Somebody say, I already have it. But I got to learn how to tap into what I have. Come on, when you got Jesus, you got everything. The Bible says, don't look outside for the kingdom, for the kingdom of God is within you. Stop looking outside. Well, I need 10 steps. No, you need 10 steps to prayer and supplication and submission. Because when you get that, God will open your eyes that you can see beyond the natural realm of your sight. Sometimes the carnal logic that even makes sense is still foolishness in the eyes of divine sense. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes the carnal logic that makes sense from a carnal place is still foolishness in the eyes of divine sense. Because everything that God does, he wants to be known in it. That's why when you start going up with God, it, 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 how many of y'all have a testimony that you really don't know how you got that place? That, it's just beyond your understanding. God, you just do things. You know, people, you know, I don't know how you know. Tell you what, we don't know either. We just, we just learn to obey. And when you learn to obey, there's a realm that God opens up and say, I'm glad. You know what? I can't make you. You carrying my name now. Now that I can trust you with some stuff, because you're carrying my name, I can't make you out there looking like a fool. I've got to make sure that you look blessed. I've got to make sure you look healed. I've got to make sure that you're delivered. I can't have you out there looking crazy. You got my name on you. Somebody said for his name's sake. See, the problem is you're still trying to make your name great and not for his name's sake. But when his name's sake, if it's for his name's sake, all I've learned to do is learn to obey. What you say, God? I ain't going on. If they're going that way, that's the long way. I'm going the short way. Where you at? Somebody said, for his name's sake. Which means, I know, you, I, like, I know you like your last name, but if you pick up his name, you might do a little better. I, I, I know you always bragging about your last name. They, they know my last name. But if you know God... Glory to God. Tell somebody for his name's sake. Hallelujah. How many of y'all get that? I'm ready. I'm going to do this for his name's sake. So God is trying to get to a place where we understand. And I got to go quickly. I'm, I haven't even started yet. I haven't even started yet. So, so God is trying to get us to a place where we understand how to get the upper hand in this world. He, he, if he's telling you they shouldn't be wiser than you, that's a problem. I wish above all else that you prosper, be in good health, even as you're. So I called you to prosper. I called you to prosper in every single area of your life. That's not a question. Stop questioning it. Tell somebody, stop questioning it. I don't care what church, what age, what stage done told you something different. Stop questioning it. It's not the fact that he wants us to get there. It's the fact, how do we hold him long enough? Beyond Sunday service. Beyond Wednesday. How do I hold it long enough? Tell somebody, I don't, see, I don't have a church problem. I have a holding problem. Come on, that's okay. Sometimes we don't have a, we don't have a church. No, we, we don't have a church problem. We do good in church. We sound good. We got all the good words and the sister girl, and we pull out the great scriptures. You know, we, the good, we, we pull them things out. And, 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 but that's not the problem. It's just Monday. Our mouth is all out of control. It's Tuesday. Now our mind going on on and, and it's and then Wednesday we try to get a little better to make it for service again, you know. But Thursday we back at the TV and hey, yeah. And so God is saying, I need some consistency. And the more that you understand about me, you're going to be able to hold me wherever you go. I'm trying to get to my message. I haven't even started yet. Glory to God. So I want you to realize. I want you to go to uh, uh, Matthew. 13, we're going to get in it now. Matthew 13. Verse 10 through 12. And it reads, and the disciples came to him and said, why do you speak to them in parables? He said to them, because it has been given to you to know the mysteries. It's been given to you to know the what? 
to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have abundance, but whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. It has been given to you to know the mysteries. Now, let me tell you something about a mystery. How many of you know a mystery is not necessarily a secret? A mystery can be known, it just got to be decoded. Okay? A mystery is not a secret. Which means a mystery can be known, it just got to be decoded. So Jesus said, I speak in such a way that my children should be able to hear me. But I don't want everybody hearing me because I don't want my pearls to swine. Number one, but, but I need you to understand, I've given my children an ear to hear the mystery. It's a mystery, which means this mystery will bring them into preeminence and higher levels of ascension beyond their adversary. Beyond the people that walk in the world. Through a mystery. Somebody say a mystery. Now remember, Jesus, the Bible says the knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. You can never go beyond your knowledge of God. And let me give you a secret. You're actually, your prayer life is only as far as the knowledge that you know. It's a mystery. So the Bible tells us to come in and grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the more we grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, mysteries open up. Which means mysteries is shown in the expression of who Jesus is. Which means the more you're in, faith, in the face of Jesus, the more that you understand mystery of what he's done. So the Bible is a mystery. The word of God is a Because when you was in the world, you didn't understand it. How many of y'all tried to read the Bible in the world? You know, they told me to go read the Bible. I've been reading it all this time. I don't even understand this stuff. I don't know what people got that to go tell the world to read the Bible. That is not the Bible. See, we, we, our, our processes is wrong. We tell people to go read the Bible in the world. And the Bible says that they won't understand it for spiritually. Come on, so, come on, saints. It's spiritually. So why would you tell somebody that's cornerly governed to go read the Bible? You know why? Because we like to excuse ourselves from being in the epistle. Uh-oh, I, I, I think I got too much in this morning. Let me back up a little bit. Because when you can excuse yourself, the excuse is you're going to read about him. Just don't look at me. I might need some security. Get ready, brother. Get the guns ready and everything. You, you have to realize that God is trying to get something in you and through you. Somebody say a new download. It's been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. First Corinthians, I'm going to go fast now. First Corinthians 2, 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in the mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Which God ordained... Before the ages for God's glory. For God's glory. For who glory? Why well, I, I, I don't I don't take nobody glory. I, I ain't taking see see what you have to understand the more you come into alignment with God, the glory of God shines radiant off of you. Which means God said, I didn't want only the glory when I come into you. You become the glory that shines. The glory of God will shine through you. You are the light of the world. A city on the hill that cannot be. Why? Because the glory is radiant. It cannot be hidden. So mysteries will open up expansion of glory. Can I tell you something? You don't have a learning problem. You have a mystery problem. You're trying to get by the letter what only comes through mystery. 
I'm going to say that one more time. We settle with the letter of things that only come by mysteries. And mysteries given, hidden in Christ Jesus. Which means the more you understand about who he is, the more is revealed of what he's done. And the more that's revealed of what he's done, the more overcoming you become. Which means the mountain that you face might be hidden in a mystery because you haven't learned that area of what he's done. But the more that you know about what he's done for you in that area, you tell that mountain to move because you have faith now based on what you've seen that he's already finished. I wish I had a better amen this morning. God is trying to wake you up out of your corner, watch this, out of your letter-loving self and come in deeper into the word and know him in the word. Which means don't just read to read, you get a seed. And when you learn how to read to get a seed, now you become the preeminence of the life that breaks through. Our problem is not that we don't know scripture. Our problem is that we haven't learned how to radiate scripture. We have a spiritual radiance problem. And uh, the mountain, the adversary knows. You just got knowledge. And all it is is puffed up. Because you talk a good game, but I know what you really can handle. Because I handle you every Thursday. Oh, yeah, I, I, we, we get down every Wednesday. I, I know you every month. I got you on there. I got you right here. I know what you respond to. I know you. You go, go ahead and go to church. I, I see you when you get home. I, go ahead. I know God. I want you to get a good. Go ahead and get a good shout out. Might even come to church with you. Not, not believe it's connection because the pastor might see. But I, I might, I might, I might follow you to church. Because I don't mind you standing in a cycle. But when God reveals something to you, now I got a problem. Because if he's revealing things and mysteries to you, that means you got to get me out of your life. Our problem is not knowledge of scripture. Our problem is mysteries. We don't see beyond the scripture. And I haven't even got to secrets. I don't even know I want to get there today. But there's a difference between the secrets and the mysteries. And I'm just trying to get in the mystery realm. The secrets is another realm. So God is trying to reveal things. He said, I didn't give this to the world, which means you should be wiser than the world. When you sit in class, you're learning the stuff, not because they're only teaching you. You're learning to get what they know so you can go above what they know. See, I'm trying to give y'all a Christian attitude. Some of y'all, come on, God plays his own card. He's not like the world. When he brings his believers in, they're in engagement. Come on, they're not, they're not looking like everybody else. We walk, on the, we walk on campus like we're about to own this thing in Christ Jesus. The city is happy because you're in charge. Tell somebody to gear up, gear up. Now, I want you to realize... That in the realms of mysteries, the mysteries of God, write this down. You're going to need this. The mysteries of God is hidden in the person of the Lord Jesus. The mysteries of God is hidden in the person of the Lord Jesus. You will never discover the mysteries outside of the person of the Lord Jesus. This is why, watch this, sometimes the problem is not even your prayer life. The problem is your knowledge life about the Lord Jesus. Which means I only pray to the point that I know that he's good. So I can be praying something, but I'm still waiting on him. But us waiting on him and him already delivering in the word that I've already delivered to you what you're trying to pray about. So it wasn't me delivering anything. It was about you positioning right. Lord, look like we're going to be changing some prayer lives. Yeah. It might not be waiting on God to deliver anything because I, I've already delivered what I'm going to deliver. I might be waiting on you to position right. Which means when my prayers stop praying about people and praying about things and praying against people. Yeah, oh yeah, we Christian. We, we love to pray against people. Uh, you, you, you're going to get it. Yeah, but what about you getting it? Because until you get it, you won't get them to get it. 
Well, I feel like somebody want to fight me now. Yeah. Come on, I'll fight you. You have to realize that God is trying to position you right so you can learn to engage right. Your opportunity is not, it's not too far away from you. It's trapped within you. I'm going to say that one more time. Your opportunity is not, this is not a motive. Listen, motivational messages got it from the Bible. Let me help you again. Your opportunity is not too far from you. It's trapped with, but when you don't tap what was in, within you, God can't respond to your sight. Let me prove it. Y'all ready? Oh, glory to God. Let, 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 let me prove it here. Glory to God. Go to Proverbs 27, 19 really quickly. Proverbs 27, 19. Now watch this. And in water face reflects face. So a man's heart reveals the man. As in water face reflects face. As in water, face reflects face. So a man's heart reveals the man. What he's saying is, whatever your face is, is what's a reflection of Whatever your face is, is what you're reflecting. So when I said in your face, the problem with your mountain is, your face is in the wrong place to take over it, to go through it. Let me put it in another way. When you meet the obstacle, the obstacle look at you, and the reality of you is what you're actually, your face is set it, seated. That's why the Bible says, we, the first scripture we read, in the face of Jesus, the light will shine. In the what? Which means sometimes your problem is you keep focusing on your problem. I'm going to say that one more time. Sometimes the problem is you continue to focus on the So because you're in the face of the problem, when you meet the obstacle, the obstacle see the problem. It don't see Jesus. So it's not afraid of you because it sees you and the problem. Because you're the reflection of where your face is seated. But when you learn to face Jesus, everything looks like the reflection of Jesus. And it's like, oh, I don't know. You've been looking at something different. I, I, I was used to making you look at the problem. But now you're learning to look at the scriptures. Now you're learning to look at and encourage yourself in the Lord. Now you're learning to go a little deeper in God. Now you're, something is different. Now, see, I'm trying to get you to understand. You've got to different, turn your sight differently. In the face of Jesus, the light. What are you facing this morning? Could it be whatever you're facing is where your face is? Could it be what you're facing? That's where you're. All right, let me prove it a little more. Y'all ready? Glory to God. Come on, y'all. Y'all know we are our church. Y'all leave pastor. I got 10 minutes. No, no. No, you want an hour. There you go. You got 10 minutes. That's all. That's all. You better write quick. You better write fast. Here we go. I know you got to get home to your chicken and rice. Glory to God. Go to 2 Corinthians 3. 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3. I'm going to read for the sake of time. Do we begin again to commend ourselves, or do we need, as some others, epistles of commanding to the letters I'm sorry this is not it I'm going to paraphrase it y'all ready I'm going to paraphrase it the Bible says why do you go in the mirror and forget what you look like why do you keep going in the mirror watch it so you you saw what you're supposed to be and every time you go out that mirror, you forget what you were supposed to be. And what he's saying is, every time you look outside of the perfect law of liberty, what you don't realize, you actually become a reflection of what's facing. And, and as a reflection, when you meet another obstacle, the obstacle is telling you what I see on you. It's not enough glory to take me out. 
But if I was face, I'm still in mysteries. I'm trying to get the secrets. I got eight minutes. I, if I learned to face Jesus, they're going to see. And now we got a, they got a problem. What are you facing? And what have you put in, in substitution of the truth, the way, and the life? Are you putting something in substitution of the truth, the way, and the life? Are y'all catching me? All right. Can we touch, touch secrets just for a second? So I want you to understand now, when it comes to secrets, it's different. How many of y'all want to go in the realm of secrets with God? How many of you know? See, let me tell you something about maturity. Now, what I want you to know, even Peter said, listen, I was uh, caught up in realms. And God gave him things to write in the epistle. But there are things that he told him, don't write. This is for you. Which means there is a place with God that he will reveal secrets that only you know. Which means when you occupy the place of secrets, you are doing a new thing that nobody knew of. That's why he said, I'm doing a new thing. Somebody said a new thing. So you thought a new thing was a mystery. No, 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 no. When he said I'm doing a new thing, he meant a new thing, which means this thing never been done. See, we've been in a realm of mystery. Mysteries are those things that are, have been done that can be revealed. See, when I found out that my problem wasn't my knowledge, it was my wisdom and understanding of mysteries. I'd rather pray than run to the meeting before praying. See, when I realized that my acceleration wasn't according to my fleshly things, I learned to get with God before I do anything. Because he knows how to accelerate everything beyond my knowledge and my understanding of what I thought might be the right thing. So God is saying, I need you to learn how to tap into something greater than what you've been tapping into. Are y'all catching me? Hallelujah. Go, now go to 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 3, real quick. Glory to God. How many of you are learning something? While you're going there, I'm going to read Psalms. Don't go here, but I'm going to read it. Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. The secret of the Lord is with those who what? Who fear him. And he will show them his. The secret of the Lord is for those who. Which means you don't get a secret unless you have a certain. It's not just reverence. Now watch this. Watch this, because I know we, we've heard the fear of the Lord, and I've spoken and said it's reverence. It is reverence, but watch this. The Bible says don't even quench the Holy Spirit, which means a person in the fear of the Lord is even afraid to even quench the Spirit. They don't pray. They don't want to. They understand they walk with God in the same way, because they, they, the fear is to be without God, not to be. It's very scary just to be no. So God is asking this church, why are you comfortable being normal? When I called you to be spiritual. But you're comfortable in carnality, the comfort of carnality. But I'm trying to teach you how to be normal in spiritual things. Are y'all catching me? The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. How many of you know that in this age, you're going to have to know some secrets? The thing about secrets, you got to learn how to be a good steward because everybody's not able to get it. How many ever told your children what you tried to be house secrets and when they went out in public, they kind of put it out there like, I said, Lord, I thought I could just teach them that. I guess I got to put some brakes on where they share it. Well, we taught our kids somewhere. We went to Chick-fil-A one time to eat. And I, but it ain't real. And now I say, oh, wait. Don't mess up the people's children, son. Don't mess them kids. 
Because you got to learn how to hold the secrets. So God sometimes gives you a little bit, but the problem is we go out at the mouth about somebody and they can't hold nothing. Can you steward what God is doing for the appointed time? Some of you, God is, he's giving you souls. He even lets you get some souls, but you're trying to rush them on the path and they don't listen because you gave it to them too quickly. You're not patient in how you're doing things. You're not doing things lawfully in how you're using them. It matters what you do. It does matter what you do. It's not you just going to do the work. No, it matters how you do the work. Those who strive must strive lawfully. You got to strive lawfully. God looks at, uh, do you understand A, B, and C? You can't skip over a B and go to D. So you have to realize that God is going to give you something with my two minutes, and he's trying to bring you into a greater place where you can steward the mysteries and the secrets. Some of you, God has so much for you, but he can't trust you with a secret. So you got to work five jobs because he can't trust you with one secret. Oh, yeah, because secrets give you preeminence and it gives you ascendancy. It gives you leverage. You know a little bit more than what they think you know. You walk in the meeting with a little bit more than what they think you know. People walk somewhere, people, they're talking to you on this level, but they don't know you on this level. They're talking to you like you're a baby, but they don't know that you understand some things. And God is saying, that's how you're supposed to be. It's been given to you to know the mysteries and the secrets of God so you can come into dominance of what I'm calling you to be. Which means I never called you to rely on this world system. That's why I say be in the world, but not like the world. Because it's until you bring the, the application of what I brought, then the world will be where it's supposed to be. So we don't have a world problem. We have a church problem. We have a church wisdom problem. I love school. You know why? Because it allowed me to see what, how they do it. But why I didn't like it is I didn't realize I gave it too much trust because they didn't have everything. I don't know how many of y'all know, you know thousands of dissertations about everything, but we still don't find the answer. You see, we don't think. How many dissertations do you think wrote a one year? You study out the thing and you come with a conclusion. Now, other worlds still don't have the conclusion because they're not supposed to have the conclusion. It was supposed to be the church that wake up and when we bring the, the secret, say, y'all got this, but we got this. They have, thank you, they have no other thing but to go with what we have. Because now it brings life to the world. What are you called to grasp from God through mysteries? You can put it on the song that I gave you. What, what, what have God called you to grasp? See, th this is why you're, you're learning to the knowledge of God. See, some of us, we feel like we got to do the church thing. I'm trying to get you out of that mindset. God is trying to use your skill and ability for the kingdom of God. He's trying to use what he put in you from the foundations of the world for the kingdom of God. But some of us, as we still live in split lives, and he said, I'm trying to get you to a place where I can bring dominance of eternal value in the realms that I'm calling you to, but I need you to come into the knowledge place. I need you to know and stay in my face into the knowledge place. And then I'm going to drop wisdom and mysteries. And you're going to see things beyond your natural sight. I'm the one that's going to be talking behind the scenes to leaders and telling them to open the door for you. You think you got to do it. No, I set the meeting up. You keep thinking it's you. I set it up. I set it up. But I want you to come into a place with me. He who abides in the secret. In the what? Have you made God your hiding place yet? Stand to your feet if you can.
Have you made God your hiding place? God. You know, let, let me share, share something with y'all. God is not lacking opportunity or revelation. You know, sometimes I tell my wife, I just got too much. I don't, even, I, I don't even want God to tell me anymore. Because I don't even know how to deliver it. I don't even know how to study. It's too much. So God, slow down because the people are not ready to keep up with you on that level. And he's saying, I, I'm not lacking what the opportunity of what I'm trying to give to you through mysteries and secret. God responds to you is through mysteries. It's not from carnality. Which means you can't just read and understand. The heart has to open because God looks at your heart. Your heart is the mirror that responds to God. I just gave you something. The heart is the mirror that responds to which means if God, the heart is not responding right, it doesn't, it doesn't allow the mirror to show for God to respond. That's why activity of the flesh is actually not doing anything but wasting time. But sometime if we're in the carnality, you can work that activity till you break through. Tell somebody I got to break through. Which means you got to break through until all your heart come in. Wait on God until something breaks. Faith is the substance. Faith is the faith is the substance. Why do we pray and don't get substance? Test yourself to see if you got substance. Yes. Yes. I just changed it up. You see, test yourself to see if you're in the faith. Watch this. Test yourself to see if you got. So we don't know how to even test if we have substance, which means we gave God words and walked out, not knowing that he was trying to deliver a power upon you, that when you came out of the room, you came with this power upon you that you don't even realize, but that power is now able to be released. And the glory from that power actually is radiant on people. When you walk in the room, they say, I don't know about you making me have chills. You, you, you make me nervous. You know why? Because God can change people even without you saying a word. But the problem is you keep thinking it's wordy. No, 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 no. It's substance. It's radiance. It's you learning to walk like him. Be like him. If they look at your life and say, I want that. But you got to come to be an influences. But you'll never influence where you don't have a mystery. The Bible is a mystery. In the face of Jesus, you understand the mystery. But if you don't get the mystery first, you can't be entrusted with the secret. Yeah. Which means, watch this. Can I? I, 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 I I'm, I'm gonna give it since I'm out there already. You ready? Which means the secret you can't read in the Bible. Because it was never done. I was going to read the scripture to you. The Bible says you are a living of. So if you are a living epistle, that means the book. The book of Kim haven't been written yet. <laughs> and in the letter, so in heaven, the book, of, it hasn't been done. It hasn't been known yet. Which means when you come into secrets, God is doing a new thing that has not been done. But the problem is you got to settle with it copies. He's selling it with copies, 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 copies. And this is why pastors don't understand why Christians don't know what to do. There are many things to do because there's a lot that hasn't been done.
Have you been held back because you're trying to do something that somebody already did? Well, it don't look like this. I don't think this is the pattern. But what if he's trying to do a new pattern with you? What if he's trying to do a new thing with you? I'm so sorry. You know what? I've been to certain talks and then it disappointed me because I thought they had all the answers. And I realized, wait, we don't have the answers. Which means God is trying to bring an answer through you. I want to pray for you. Look on that, uh, the, the text message. I sent you all a song if y'all can put that on for me. I want to pray for you. That you come to a place. I'm sorry, that is it. With God. Where you get overwhelmed with mysteries. Lift your hand. Somebody say, I want mysteries. Can I tell you something? You can go a lot faster if you had a mystery. Could, could it be that my, my, hell, my hold back is not, it's not what I think it is. It's just I don't have the sequence of mysteries. I'm not, I got, God is trying to get to break me down so I can be decoded, so I can decode the mystery. What if, what if God is trying to clean you out so you can learn to decode? The kingdom is there, but I need you to decode it. Which means when I'm not decoding, I know I need, I need to go get closer to God. I, I, I need to prepare my heart. I, I, I got to decode this thing. I, I, I know God don't want, listen, he's not trying to hide anything from me. He gives his secrets and mysteries to those who love him. And I believe in God that everybody in this place will come into a greater capacity of his love, his care, his comfort, and will allow him to deal with you on the days you don't feel like being dealt with. Jesus said, I wish that you prosper in all areas of your life. Which means he's wishing that you prosper. He has a hope in the future. But it takes surrender to get there. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. For the finished work. That you made a way out of no way. God, help us. To hunger and thirst after you. I don't want to end this and know that in the, in the last days, I just didn't decode the answer. I don't want to come to the place where you said you just wanted my heart to decode the answer. So, God, I give my heart today. I give it up right now. Any pain, anything, God, that will hinder me from what you want to do in me. I surrender. I surrender, God. We thank you, Father, that we come into a greater covenantal alignment, agreement. My yes will, listen, I will say yes. I will say yes. I don't know about you, this mountain got to move. I will say yes. I will rise. I will rise in the name of Jesus. Father, we command every blockage, every stumbling block that has held your people from reaching their potential. We command it to be broken right now. In the name of Jesus. Place your hand on your head really quick. Repeat after me, Father God. I give you my mind. Today, I transform my mind to know you and the finished work. You finish it, I believe it, and I release. Let your hand go. I release my mind 
that's not of you. And I give you my life. Everything I am belongs to you. I praise you. I thank you. And I let go right now. In Jesus' name. Come on, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God a hand clap if you can. Turn it down for me just for a second. I want you to go and study about mysteries. He said, it's been given to you to know the mysteries. Which means everything that we do, watch this, because the Bible said you have, watch this, you need no man to teach you for the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Which means even what you're hearing from me, you already had, but you had to hear. <laughs> he said, L -l 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 -l. now I got to help you understand what he means, no man to teach you, because the Bible told you to submit to authorities. What he's saying is, I, you have all that you need in you, so the reality of it is, all men of God are there to do is to provoke you for what you already have. Which means you have the tools that you need. The treasure is in earth and vessel. But God has to dig out some stuff. He got to clean out some stuff. And how I know that I'm going deeper is mysteries are revealed. Mysteries about my marriage, mysteries about my family, mysteries about my children, mysteries about things that are happening. How many of you know the church is so behind in a sense that we're supposed to know things that are going to happen beforehand? You're not supposed to be surprised about things that are beforehand. But seemingly we run with everybody with things beforehand. And Jesus said, because you're not in mystery form or secret form, you're behind. I mean, you shouldn't be shocked about everything that shocked you. You shouldn't be shocked about people that shock you. Because you are submitted to God and God can interpret God. And so if you're not seeing God, why are you giving them leverage in that space? I came to this morning, I know we're going to go, to let you know whatever you're facing, if you don't learn to keep your face in Jesus, you can never overcome what you're trying to overcome. Whatever mountain you face, if you can put your face in who Jesus is, the reflection of Jesus will always face that thing. Because the thing is not afraid of you, but it is afraid of Jesus and the finished work. Which means if I can keep my face in him, the way I see now is I know you see Jesus. So I'm not interpreting what I'm looking at the way it wants me to interpret it because I've become like Jesus from the perspective of the finished one. I want you to walk away knowing that it's finished. But for me to walk in the finished work, I got to keep my face in the finished work. Which means, watch this, the opportunity that was hard last year, it's not going to be hard this year. Amen. Whatever held what you were supposed to do last year, it's not going to hold this year. Because you now know that God has completed it. Can you say amen? Come on, give God a hand clap right now. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you one last time. How many of you will take that commitment to keep your face in Jesus? How many of you will take that commitment to face those things in your life with Jesus? Face those things in your life with what? Jesus. Not by yourself. Yes. I didn't say with your face. You face them with Jesus' face. Yes. Yes. Which means you got to learn about him. That's why you come to church. You don't come to church just to go to church. Right. Heaven came when you believe, but you need Jesus to keep your face. Yes. I don't know about you. I got to keep my face straight because I'm tired of being two-faced. I, 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 see, see you, you remember you said other was two-faced, but we are two-faced. 
And God is saying, I need your face to stay straight. Set your sight on my reality. When you set your sight, set, somebody say set. When you set, you're immovable. So it's time to be immovable. And when you learn to be immovable, watch this, you're always abounding. Which means abounding don't stop. Which means we have, the testimony, we have five people get new homes this year. And last year, 2020, in a pandemic. Which means, watch this, you're going to always be abounding. So God is getting helping you get used to abounding. Because he needs to deliver it to you because he can't trust them. So I don't know about you, I'm trying to prepare your hands so you don't go like Israel astray thinking that it was you. But you know it was God that brought it to you. So I want you to do something. I want you to go give two people a high five and tell them they're always abounding. They always go ahead, tell them you're going to be always abounding. Glory to God. Always abounding. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Give God a hand clap. Hallelujah. How many were blessed by that? At this moment, we're going to prepare our tithes and offerings to receive from God. Amen. And as you're preparing your tithes and offerings, please look at our screen to our announcement.